0: I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Pottsable, always with the brother of the same mother, Aaron Potts, super hot Potts, I mean your favorite two black runners coming at you every single two black, two
1: yes, yes, Ooh.
0: yes, yes, yes.
2: the prefontaine classic wow
0: wow you we good? had the
2: prefront bro.
0: bro we had the prefontaine classic bro dang bro i think you disturbing the workers as right soon now. as we
2: get on i was tired but you know <laughs> disturbing the, the peace my hand we have. we doing a live podcast like look at this amazing amazing audience behind us all cheering us on you see look like, at all those ducks <laughs> yeah all these ducks behind us man it's beautiful, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm so happy to be
0: here. We got some great guests with us too. Yeah, but welcome back to the Two Black Runners podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. But we're here with if, you want, if you're not watching, watch this on YouTube right now because we're doing this first time like with people on a podcast. Right. But we're two other boosters here at the Magic Boost, this program that we're able to really get into to really increase the diversity in the sport, in the media space, that we particularly all wanna get through and just making track and field a better place and increasing the diversity in gender, race, and gender, race, and age as well. On the podcast, we got T. What's up, song. what's up, what's up? We got MJP, Matt hey, Parker. Hey, what's going on, two black runners?
3: Okay. Hey, running report, what's going on?
0: Hey, just shout <laughs> yourselves out real quick. What you, what you guys do, like, T, shout yourself out what you do, what you about, and where people can find you. Then we'll also do at the end, but make sure you got shout you out in the beginning for sure.
4: All right, all right. My name is T-Air, but I go by T. I am the owner of Real Talk, underscore Real Talk, with two L's at the end. Let them know. Yeah, man, I, I do live interviews as well. I'm so glad to be a guest on the podcast you feel me (laughs) i'm happy to be here
0: and
3: and matt making it for black runners over here bro (laughs) yes sir Four deep but my name's matt parker Uh, i run the mjp tv channel uh where we put track and field first you know just general track and field content you can find me on youtube at mjptv instagram at mjptv zero same thing for twitter and i'm just i'm just happy to be here so I, I got a question just just off top like oh yeah go ahead like
2: the fact the fact that you know we're sitting here right now Joshua the name of our podcast is Two Black Runners we started this about two years ago and we we wanted to have we wanted to see more people like us in, in this space and like two of the people that we immediately found in the space that looked like us. Where, y- where y'all to? Like, what is what is this opportunity to come here to Prefontaine? What does that really mean to both of y'all? Let's start off with T.
4: Man, it means everything to be honest. But I'm grateful for y'all because without y'all, I wouldn't even be here. Y'all the <laughs> ones who sent me the application. You feel right. me? It's so I, I appreciate. I, I'm. I, it's it's a phenomenal experience. Like it's really like a dream come true. Uh-huh. It really
3: is. How about you for Matt? Man, one thing I gotta say is there. There is no us without y'all. Like y'all are like one of the first. You know black creators Facts. who are really pushing track and field you know one of the first prominent ones and just being here with y'all you know y'all sent me the invitation too just like t to apply for magic boost so i'm not here without y'all i don't get this experience without knowing y'all so i'm just grateful man
0: you about to make me cry man. but i think <laughs> the reality of that is all like this is still the infancy of like all of us yes, yes. like this is still very much the infancy and there's still so much more growing to be done in the future and it's going to be amazing to see even just next year where we are but just uh i i really do feel like there's going to be a renaissance especially from the black community coming like back to track and field because i feel like definitely in our families like we have a lot of uncles that ran track and did track but they they, they follow it like every four years but now that we do the running report they it's year-round mm-hmm. it's year-round exactly. they know what's up and they know what's everything's going down so it's just i i want to bring more because they know that they know black people, they like track, bro. They yeah. like track, oh, yeah. but they it's don't even, They don't be watching it every single week. And we're going to get them to be watching,
3: right? We're going to get them to be oh, watching. Yeah. Like you said, by the culture and for the culture. Absolutely. Always. So, but yeah, definitely. I would say, you know, having all these different voices now, I think it helps elevate everyone as a whole. Like everyone's the rising tide, you know, like running Report supports mjptv which supports real talk which Mm -hmm. supports mjptv back and it's like it's a reciprocal relationship you know and that's one of the things i love about our space is that we might be competitors but at the same time no one there's no hate disdain like oh you know clout chasing off each other like it's just genuine support and so that's what i really like about the community that we're growing in hopefully you know in the next couple years more people like us more diversity i just can't wait to see it grow yeah
2: Yeah. and i i I think both of you all make an impact in your own route own right like without us like you Mm -hmm. guys are definitely doing your thing and and you're bringing in like your audience like black people are a monolith like you know we're all we're all different we're all from different states too yeah exactly you know and you guys your audience is different than ours and that's why we need different black people and i wanted to ask you t like you're the only black woman here what was, what was that like and exactly <laughs> yes, hold like, it down what was that like too because yeah hey, hey, i, hey, I mean there wasn't many black women reporters out there too so what was it like connecting with, with those athletes when they when they got that opportunity to speak with you? And we saw that when you connected with Shakari too. It
4: was instant. like, <laughs> my Oh, man, my, my girl.
0: She yeah. said, if I'm from Texas and I'm black. Come on now. <laughs> and I'm <a> woman. <laughs> no, <And a woman. laughs> nah,
4: it's it's been it's been crazy. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little rough because I don't have no girl to like, oh, your lashes are okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I need yeah. a little it was a little rough in that aspect, <laughs> but I mean ugh it is what it is like i talked to Sanya richard ross because she's a black woman i just asked her like how do you keep being confident in all this like knowing that you're so different and knowing that you know my slang is so much different than you know it's hard for me to talk professional and she was just like it comes with time yeah. you know it comes with time like she was like i didn't start off like this you know you have to find your voice and just stick to it so when she told me that i'm just like perfect bet like now i feel better as being a black woman because when i looked at the ross i'm like dang ain't no most sisters coming God yeah. God, dang, yeah. one, we we one more yeah yeah facts
2: yeah but they definitely they definitely out there and yeah. i'm sure like you're inspiring uh inspiring inspiring black women someone's gonna see your interviews and that's gonna bring more people into the space and that's the goal but what was that like for you matt too just in that live experience I know you've done some big interviews as well and mm-hmm. you you got some big names you got some man, big
3: names big. on the first day yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I had to go snooping around you feel I went up to the you know the Haunted graduate hotel. I said creep 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 <laughs> so but man uh, it's been amazing out here you know seeing the new Hayward field and just I think each day I grew exponentially like the first day I was so nervous going up to the different athletes and everybody and then after I got over that, and it's like, hey, you're here for a reason. Like, you, you got accepted because you're excellent, mm-hmm. right? And then going on that first day, taking the dive into the deep end, talking to people like Allison Felix, Fred Curley, you know, uh, Will Clay, and really putting myself out there, each day I just grew. And today was kind of the culmination, the climax, you know. Got a chance to speak to some of the best people our sport has ever seen. And really doing that, you know, a year, basically a year into it, I'm already here. I just want to see what God's going to do in like two, three years, five years, 10 years with yeah. all of us. Yeah. yeah. And just to see the legacy that we can leave by the time our time is over. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm blessed, man. I'm Wait, blessed.
0: Matt, you're 22? Yes. And just then turned 22. D, you're 23. You're 23. I'm yeah.
3: 21. Aaron's about to be
0: 27. Crazy thing is that we got shave room. You can't see shave room Chris right now on the phone. He's taking, some, taking shave room calls. Chris Chavez. <laughs> Chris, Chris is like 28, and like this is it's just crazy to see like we're in the mix zone and like making this happen. Like, yeah. this is just the new age of what track and field is going to come in the future, and like we're definitely a part of that new wave. And it's just great to see that like y'all were able to come on the strip because we've done stuff with matt before i haven't done nothing with t yet we we, I, we, we gonna get into it in. yeah they're gonna, gonna get you get into my, it my appendix burst so we couldn't do nothing so, like, <laughs> <we could've laughs> do that a little delay months, you know yeah. there's a play there's a delay but now we're back <laughs> and we're gonna we're definitely gonna be doing stuff in the future of course like we all like you said like even though we're competitors in a sense but like we're all on the same same mission in the same wave and like, we all want the same thing like we all i want i want track and field on espn every single day i want people want to be all, like i need to talk about track and field and not just because of one person because of everybody and, yeah but if exactly. it is that one person cool that's cool too. we'll take, like, that. I'll <laughs> take that anything <laughs> to put put the game on if we got know? tiger just everywhere we got a tiger that's just doing everything i'll take that too <laughs> you feel me? so i'm down with that i'm down with that <laughs>
3: Uh oh, we got shave room Chris, Chris, Chris. Hop on the mic real quick. Hop on the mic.
0: What? Shave room Chris Chavez the in, in, in the building. <laughs> we, Matt, Matt, you Go can ahead. still you can still sit down too yeah. as well. But uh, we have we haven't got to our to our uh, pre talk. We've just been talking about just uh, T and Matt coming on over here and stuff. But like you were the person with the man with the plan with the vision a little bit. Just yeah. what would, what brought you. Uh, to this. I know you've already said this about a whole whole bunch of times, a whole bunch of different things, but like what brought you to make this project and the Magic Boost with Hay- Hayward Magic?
1: No, I mean like I remember telling you guys about it a little bit, telling you guys about like my vision sort of as to like what I wanted to yeah, do yeah. <clears throat> because I think I've rehearsed this enough times now, but I'm... <laughs> 27. I just, I think I heard you just kind of used some of like what I've been saying. I'm, I'm 27. I'm but I've been covering track the last like nine years, mm-hmm. and I look around in these mix zones and I don't see people who look like me because one, I'm just way too good looking. Uh, no, I'm, whoa, kidding. Whoa, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, love um, it, I, love yeah. it, I love it. I love uh, it. <laughs> it. You know, you go it goes on the shade room once, and all of a sudden, it's like <laughs> shit. Right. Uh, shade room CNN in one year. I'm yeah. like, well, what's man versatile. A <laughs> So no, mostly it's like, uh, you know, I'm my mom is Colombian, my dad is Peruvian, so I'm Hispanic, and uh, yeah, I remember one of the first times I was ever in a mix zone. There was like one of the it was the Dominican sprinter who won silver, Lugalin Santos, I think from 2012. I was walking through the mix zone and like no one really stopped to ask him anything, and I remember asking him like a question or two in Spanish just because I was kind of curious, mm-hmm. and that's when it really struck me that there isn't too much diversity in like the mix zone and like you guys probably picked up on it right away like walking in and you know when in 2013 when I was uh, in college I did a program uh, called the Sports Journalism Institute where you apply and they take 13 students from across the country to go off to a journalism boot camp of sorts for one week at the University of Missouri and then from there after that week they go out and do internships across the country at like USA Today, MLB.com. Mm-hmm. I got placed at ESPN. And so that's your next 10 weeks. And then from there, like the alumni base in that whole thing is crazy. Like Malika Andrews, who's like the- Oh yeah, the her. sideline yeah, reporter. Her. Like she was, I think two classes later than me. Oh wow. Um, and so kind of, I've always looked at that alumni list and I was like, it's really cool to see what people go on to do in many different areas and especially to represent in these newsrooms and in these places um so why can't we do that with track a little bit like it's kind of like with so many different things i just see something in the in a greater landscape and i'm like all right now can we apply it to running and so for the magic boost this was a conversation that came up a couple months back um, with Keith Peters and Liz Dolan. They just want to pick my brain as to like what they, what I thought of the state of the sports yeah. media coverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty honest with them about like these areas that need improvement. And at the same time, like where things are going, who's doing things really well. And so like kicking around different ideas, that's when I kind of saw it as my chance to really pitch. Um, doing the sports journalism institute but applying it to running and so in a way after months and months of planning i wish we could have done you know a week here Mm. at you know at the university of oregon and then you know everyone is at different stages of their professional career some people are still in school and we have such a wide variety of people in in this inaugural class um so we ended up picking you know we had almost 200 applicants and we ended up picking 16 people um which yeah which the four of you are a part of and so it was competitive and at the same time this was also a really big test to see like how we can actually you know put this into use and so i was like all right well if we can't be at u of o for a week because of covid and we're not able to take these classes in the actual boot camp in one week, let's spread it out over the span of ten weeks. We'll do eight sessions. It overlaps with the trials and the Olympics. Um and then from there it's really having all of you guys with your different skills come together and putting them to the test here at something like the pre classic, which is like lower stakes than like having if, if you guys would have had to do this at Worlds oh. or like USAs, that's, like, really high pressure. And so it's, like, Diamond League is just one step down. But, I mean, I'm pretty happy in seeing, like, all the cool stuff that you guys are doing. It's, like, might as well just throw them into the fire and bring them out to, you know, USA's next year or, you know, Worlds. And so, um, yeah, so kind of seeing that press conference was really cool because, you know, Four of you just asked questions, ask questions raised your hand, and it's sort of like disrupted, I think, a little bit of what we're all sort of like used to seeing and like knowing. And so that one like felt different because you could, you know, people can ask the same question, How's, What's it like being back at the pre classic or like well, back at Eugene and all that kind of stuff? And it's sort of like, No, you guys thought outside the box, you asked questions in a way that these athletes were comfortable and relatable to you and I think that goes a long way and takes things a step further than what we've seen and done before and so um if we were just able to do this for one weekend I mean who knows what you you guys probably learned I I hope uh some things in the past like 10 weeks and then even from these past two days and so um no it gets me so excited to see like what future projects and ideas come from every all 16 of the people in the class
0: i think it's just crazy too how you said there was 200 applicants because like aaron was saying right now that we're like we we want to see the change and like but like the changes right now and the fact that there's 200 people i know we ended up in 16 but like people want to see a change in the sport yeah, right. there's a lot of people that want to have like their impacts and their footprint on the media side of track and field because they see the things that are wrong or what can be improved and i think a lot of yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of motion in that direction and i think we're going to see a lot of that change like coming really really soon like I'm it's now yeah mm-hmm. and
2: i always yeah. want to commend you chris too on just like i think it all comes down to opportunities because like, mm-hmm. like you said there was 200 applicants but like even before that, there's so many people doing such amazing work, and for so long it's been stuck with like this this distance, this yeah. distance type of group, and I think you know that's why we see that energy shift in that press conference because we just had so many, not only just black people but more and more women in there, and then even just having like shot putters in there yeah. asking questions too. Like yeah, facts. I came into it like. I don't know. I'm a hype beast, but <laughs> I was hype. I was I, like, telling Joshua before he came, I was like, bro, we're going to take our group is going to take over. Like, we're going to shape the stories. And like, you know, it's like to, to, the cherry on top, you getting it on shade room. It's like we're directly impacting how people view the sport. And I told T this after the press conference. I was like, yo, like that is where it starts. Like yeah. in the press conference is where the story starts to get people to watch these these track meets. So I'm super excited to see what is what is it gonna look like five years from now. Yeah,
1: well, plus nice. then the rest is off. I mean, now you mm-hmm. guys have done one press conference. What, you, you go into the next one and be like, all right, I asked one question of the last one. Let me ask five
2: this one. Bro, bro I'll definitely stuff? ask more. I'll <laughs> definitely ask more next <laughs> time I was right? surprised how
1: how quiet some of the people were, though. Too facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna
4: definitely be asked the first question at every press conference for the rest of my career. <laughs> <Let's
1: go. laughs> well, so I think one of the other things too that like not only when kind of like the the term diversity got thrown around a lot in the conversations of like what we wanted to see in this group, it didn't just stop at like race, mm-hmm. gender. Like yeah. I also was thinking like, let's find uh, someone with interests in the shot put or the yeah. throws or the. The multi events, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're a multi event mm-hmm. athlete. And so that stood out to me immediately in like the applications where it was just like, all right, we got. We've got enough people who have a passion for covering the sprint, uh, the distance events and all that kind of stuff. Let's, you know, uh, hypothetically using the word, it's like boost the people who have interest in the in the events that don't get as much coverage, whether that's, you know, the multis or the throws or the jumps or mm-hmm. even the sprints, which don't get as much coverage. And so, um, yeah, that was just another sort of different push that we wanted. And like, yeah, it's another thing you picked up on. Love that. And what's the great thing about this is that the sprints are getting
0: more coverage because of Shakari Richardson. You see how, yes. see how I did that? Yeah, <laughs> I that I'm <laughs> going <gonna lie> to <though. laughs> label it up, bro. Let's talk about Free Classic, bro. Because Free Classic was crazy. It just went down. And let's just start right there, man. Let's start with the woman's 100. Shakari Richardson. Oh, my God. She went out there. She didn't have her best day. She didn't have her best day. This man right here, Aaron Potts, was definitely, he was like, she's going to destroy. I, she, I, I, was, I was, was hyping was her. Up to Weird, I, I, that, was definitely I've heard her up to up in this <sighs> dance. i in this dance, but she did her thing. She came out, I ride for mine. She came out here, <laughs> <and> she, <laughs> she performed, she performed. Hold it well. down for Texas to carry. But it was Elaine Thompson, 10 5 4, oh, number two all time PRing after she already pr at the Olympics. Like, what was just your guys' initial reactions from the Women's
3: 100? I was stunned because i remember. Dropping. We, we, I, I had said something crazy and I said, are we going to see a world record broken today? Obviously, it didn't get broken. But th- she got that close to that Flojo. Close. Yeah. 10.9. She's literally she's a, a twitch away wow. from breaking the world record. Facts. That's crazy. And she's not done. And then just seeing the Jamaicans go one two three again, I think that really just cements the legacy of their women this year, of yeah. just their mm-hmm. dominance. You mm-hmm. know, They did it at the Olympics. They came to the USA on our turf and showed out. Yeah. So Man, that's I mean, disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, hey, what I'm saying I mean, we we ain't show up though. We 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 can't be mad though. Like we we ain't show up. It's it's that simple. Hey, but but, but t- shout t- out Tion t- t- Daniel. Yeah, that's what i Hey, yeah. yeah. t- t- hey, but we we ain't got first, second, third, fourth. But she fourth. Hey, t- she, she Shout
0: her out way. on the PR though. She her way. She her way, yes. her way. T, how'd you feel about it? We know you and Shakari <sighs> Stan. Shakari Stan, both Texas girls. Uh, it, you
4: know what's so funny? I really wasn't a stan until I met her. Uh-huh. Like I, mm-hmm. I was, you know, I supported her. But like when I met her, I was like, okay, now we're besties. Yeah, yeah So yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I was watching it. I was a little hurt watching her in the back. I ain't gonna lie, I was It'd watching like her. I watched like her that. it kind of it, it hurt me a little bit because I was like, I want her at least get up in there top three you know i I don't want her to i mean i don't i want her to win but like i want her to at least get top three break it up a little bit you know Mm -hmm. i was a little hurt but you know all love and track that's what it is the sport is so inconsistent it's it's amazing
0: (laughs) but that's how i kind of felt like when she's when she like said everything that happened to her like during the olympics i'm all like i don't think it's I don't think it's the best idea for her to really just be competing right now. Like, yeah. so a lot, a quick. lot has yeah. been come going on in her life right now, and I'm glad that she was able just to really get back out there. And I think that's what really like she was sending the message to. Like, I'm still here. That's why yeah. she came to the pre-classic. Also, she probably had to be here. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. She, <laughs> she was like, she was just really like putting herself out there and being like, like, no, I'm not broken from this. I'm still coming back. And it's glad to see that. Like, like Aaron was saying, we said on the podcast before. Like, shakari Richardson is definitely going. To be the face yeah like she's definitely like the face of track and field and she's moving the needle like exactly
2: yeah. and like we're just saying um and in the family text they're all talking like oh like like oh it's too early or oh, to be talking about shakaria give me all this credit and i'm like bro but look at y'all y'all talking about track yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was about to yeah. say. Y'all talking about track and field? They caring yeah. about it? Y'all, You're y'all used to be talking about fantasy football right now. For real, exactly. I'm Preseason NFL. What wrong. are we? What are we I'm talking about? We talking about track? About fantasy right now, yeah. just because
0: how crazy track and field is. Same bro. Mm-hmm.
2: People, t- my boy just texted me right now. Are you in fantasy this year? I'm like, Brad, like, I'm. A, I'm I a even, I what are you talking about? about I mean, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm at pre class. I'm in the fantasy diamond league. Oh, fantasy football. Hit me up on roster. But what do
2: y'all think too? Like, she's such a polarizing a polarizing figure right now in the sport and it's like everybody wants there to be beef I even will say this like my question to her was like if this was a statement race and she said like no this is she was just saying like no this is for everyone that supports me and I think Mm -hmm. Joshua you hit it on the head when you said that she came out there to say hey I'm still here I'm still working Mm -hmm. I'm still doing my thing but every all these people are wishing ill will on her and I just think for some reason like we saw a little bit with bolt like when bolt won and was doing all that stuff you know all these people were angry yeah but now i think it's gonna be times 10 for her because she's a black woman and she's yeah. out here and she got her nails her nails done her hair done and she'd be looking fly yeah she'd she be, be looking, looking fly. fly she, she didn't didn't do and now now they now taking it she to did. a whole not they they take it to a whole nother level i think it depends on who you are like you know on my twitter like some people might love her but On someone else's Twitter that don't look like me, people might hate her. What are your thoughts on just some of the hate, some of the hate and like, just like the beef people are
3: trying to create, but it it is kind of there. Well, for me, I look at it as she's an entertainer, right? Mm -hmm. And with each entertainer, it's like, you're going to have your fans, but you're also going to have your haters. Mm -hmm. You know, and if everyone loves you, are you really and if you're if like no one dislikes you, are you really being you? You know, but she's being genuine and her being herself. People people are going to dislike her. Right. Like she she can be arrogant. She can be, you know, abrasive sometimes. But that's that's her. Right. She's living herself. And if they're not comfortable with that, that's on them. You feel me? Mm Yeah. And I feel like she's in a space now where she's elevating, where. She she doesn't care about the noise right. where she composed herself, even in the mix zone. Like she she was in she was in good spirits. She followed yeah. by my video yeah. <laughs> with Justin, where it's like even after a race like that, mm-hmm. she still had her joy. And I'm sure she had a moment where, you know, she had to gather herself. But really, for me, it's like she she knows who she is and she's not afraid to show it
4: you, Being a black woman in America is a challenge itself. You know what I'm saying? And Say she, it again for the
3: people in the back. Being
4: a black woman <laughs> in America is a challenge itself. Like, let's be honest. A lot of people are not going to agree with her just because she's a black woman. I'm just yeah. going to be real. Like, they That's don't true. like her confidence, which... We need. We have to have confidence because if we don't believe in ourselves, who will? You know. Mm-hmm. So I, I. I think it's amazing what she's doing. She's being her authentic self. Like that. What more could we ask for? I feel like. And eventually, she's gonna be America's sweetheart. Once she starts winning and bringing gold medals, they're gonna all fall in love with her yeah. and wanna hop on the train. Yeah. So it's she's just young, you know. So it, mm-hmm. just let her get a little bit more experience on her belt and start really winning these races and wanna run more consistent times. It's gonna everybody gonna love her just like Bolt. Winning cures everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, somebody else that people are loving is Noah Lyles, man. Yes, sir, my guy, <laughs> my guy. Four. We're definitely going to go back yeah, to well, that conversation of Women's 100 because I, I don't think people are ready for Elaine Thompson being one of the greatest friends of all time. <laughs> nice. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But 19.5 two, 2. Let me get it right. Yes. He, he corrected me in the mix zone. He corrected me. Not 19.5 <laughs> 4. 19.5 2. two. For Noah Lyles, I believe number eight all time for all performances, bro. That gave me goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, stands, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wasn't expecting he hit that. The Naruto after Man. that, for real. he was and, charging, and, down and then that last he show. he was rapping against Aaron like, at, at the mix zone right. too. Y'all need to check that Uh-oh, out. Oh, got YouTube. bars. Yeah, he he was he he. It was definitely written,
3: but <laughs> it was fire. That's what I'm saying. He called man. out your raps. It Noah. was
0: written. It was written though. Well, we know it was written, but it was fire though. It, it was fire. Not hey, gonna, tall,
2: not gonna dark, fire. and handsome. The album coming soon. <laughs> no.
0: We coming no. with you. We coming at you, bro. No. But man, what y'all think of No performances? And like Matt was saying earlier, like he didn't have. He sort of had like a mediocre, mediocre season compared to his standards. But to come out here at pre yeah. and to do that after getting third place at the Olympics, but it's still a bronze. Like he said, it was like catching a pokeball but like <laughs> getting this pokeball <laughs> is low-key even it's a lo- it was a big statement race for him for sure
4: facts i feel like that's phenomenal i feel like the lane three situation that he was put in was very un, un-, un- you know unfavorable it was unfavorable yeah. and i feel like he came back and he hyped the crowd he said that this is right here is what he wanted like the crowd he wanted to have a crowd and it's phenomenal like kudos to him
3: 1952 sheesh that's nice man noah noah really i think this this might be his last race of the season but to go out on this high note i think it's going to propel him into the Mm worlds next year Mm -hmm. where he's going to defend his title now he'll have to wait until 2024 to get the chance to get that olympic title and really flesh out his career and cement himself as a great but i think this was really really good for him you know a step forward because he had been running you know high nine teens all year yeah. mm-hmm. and we know what he's capable of mm-hmm. so in the future I just can't wait to see that battle with him to you know all the other guys in the 200 like it's gonna be incredible this, this is a great thing for Noah I, I was happy to see though too like you know he's such a fun loving person
2: but I don't, I'm happy that like that bronze medal and like the pressure of like being that guy didn't really affect him yeah like yeah. he really went into that race and kind of like Treated it like anything else. I feel like he didn't go in with something to prove, but, like, he didn't lose any confidence mm-hmm. from the Olympics, and I think that's that's really telling, and like you're saying, the situation he was in, being in that third lane, and to come out and do that is amazing, and also mm-hmm. shout out to his brother, Josephus. for Josephus. Yeah. 20, 2003. Yeah. 2003, 2003 bro. PR. So, like, PR. yeah, let's see what they have in the, have in the future for him as well, because they're training partners, you know, and it, that's it's genetics at that point. Yeah, I see them. So. I see
4: them one and two. Yeah, that'd be one, one and two at a world. Okay, be, oh, bold Okay, you two worlds or USA's one, two? Hey, one or two, one and that? two. I see that. I see hey. that for sure. Okay, what
3: what Cephas
0: gonna run? Where are you, where are you seeing that at? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, hey, oh. Hey, you know. yeah. for
4: you, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm seeing it. I see it at USA's 2022.
3: Dang, that would be crazy.
0: I see that USA. How
4: much Wait, younger so, is he? So
3: Kenny Bittneric just, just going to disappear, huh? Nah, he going to get third. <laughs> about uh, <laughs> nah, about, Arian. <laughs> about Arian. Arian. Yeah, Arian
4: Knight ain't finna make the team? Okay, I want them to get that, one and two. Okay, let me change it up. I want them to get one and two. That'll yeah. be tough. I don't. Say say okay, you ready? Josh said you're getting right. disrespectful.
0: Why can't we just have fun, bro? We are having fun. Facts over fun. Facts over fun. Another person that was having fun, though, was Craig Angles. Now, I know y'all ain't the best uh, you guys ain't the biggest distance fans but the, we saw the men's 15. You said not at all. We saw the <laughs> men's 15 no, on the first Larry, night no. and Craig Angles coming around the turn, hyping up the crowd and everything that gets ran down last 30 meters by Gordy Beamish. Like, that was crazy. I think that's a big moment that may be overlooked from this weekend but like have you, I know, I bet you guys have seen like the, that fail from the old Hayward field where the guy's coming down and then they did it with a hundred. Craig did it with a hundred go, he did it because he was explaining to us that because gordy did that to him a few weeks back when he beat him like when oh. he passed him he mm. did that to him so he's trying to get him back but like it like it great it. you, can, you <laughs> backfire can, you couldn't do but how was that like seeing like some of the distance va- races at least the last night for y'all that aren't even really like distance heads but experiencing that in the stadium
3: uh, I would definitely say I really enjoyed distance night. I think for me, my enjoyment just came from the environment at Hayward. Yeah. And it was it was so engaging where I'm not, you know, favoring distance. I'm, I'm mainly a sprints guy, right? But I could feel the passion and, you know, just having people be like, what's the lap time? You know, people with their binoculars. And just being here in the moment and, you know, having it at night too, that was incredible. You yeah. Know, the light mm-hmm. show, everything, amazing. the mm-hmm. intro they did before, like – it put me on man. It put me on the distance like I I can't I can't sleep anymore, you know? And so for Craig, I mean, that's that's just another great story that can come out of that race, you know? And I'm I'm well pleased. Shout out to all the distance people. I'll I'll, I'll show a little bit more love next time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then I think you see you, you getting Rebecca Mara on Real Talk. Yeah, that's actually dope because she cool. was on Two Black Runners yeah. and then we hey. interviewed her. She's the homie. She went to Palo Verde's High School. Yeah, oh. She's Stanford nerd. She's the only person that got Costanza and right. Chris Chris supposedly got it right, but we still have to look mm-hmm. back at the footage. Check, <laughs> <right>? to <laughs> to tape. Confirm, yeah, check the confirmation. tape. Check the confirmations. But how did you enjoy the distance night being someone that you're definitely more on the sprint side?
4: I loved it. I feel like distance be slept on a lot and I enjoyed it. Like, I, And then the wave, I love that. I love that. I feel like it brings more, makes people feel more confident. I feel like we just need more confident. The athletes just need to be a little bit more confident. and yeah.
3: Put themselves out there. I loved there. it
4: though. I love the lights. I love the show. I love watching the rabbits. I, I've been more interested in the rabbits. <laughs> especially with the um Hassan almost beating her rabbit like yeah, that yeah. was crazy yeah that was she's crazy
0: a she's a different beast <laughs> but like going off of that for like Aaron like speak on just a little bit of just like the energy we felt here at Hayward bro like it was different like we never been to a track meet like this and we've been no. to a lot of track meets
2: we've been to a lot of track meets as y'all y'all know and nothing like this you know like I, this really felt like pro track and field. Like, after going to this, I feel like I've never been to a pro track and field me. Wow. is my first one. Yeah. Because yeah. This, is facts. <laughs> this was this was next level. When you walk into the stadium, Not like... The Texas Qualifier.
1: Don't disrespect the Texas qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Texas Come Qualifier on, did that thing. We did that thing, though. We did that thing, <laughs> He though. said, hold up, If we don't. were in this don't. stadium,
2: though, doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
0: Shout All out KC. Shout out Cooper.
2: But for real, though, like, the thing about the stadium... It, the track feels like it's a stage. And I'm a big person. When I ran, you know, I always felt like I, I wanted to be an entertainer. And look, we doing podcasts podcast now. Hey, yes, but like, sir. <laughs> I, I felt, always felt like an entertainer. And I feel like this is what the athletes deserve, mm-hmm. is a yeah. stadium like this, man, where it really just highlights how amazing they are. And it's it's a big step forward And in it's built sport. for them especially in the US like the way the scene is you're everyone is like over the athletes like you're so close to them and just bro like Shakari Richardson's race I'm calling it her race and she got last but <laughs> her her race like the energy like everyone like paused for that moment mm-hmm. people were yelling yeah Shakari, LA people were yelling yeah bro like it was definitely different. It was like we were saying. It felt like I was at an NBA game. Yeah, or, it felt like I was at Dodger Stadium. Or if I was at an NFL game, it was, it was that, it was that level. And different. like, that's the main thing. A lot I see with athletes is like, bro, track athletes just deserve that type of love, and we deserve more stadiums like this. I'ma say that too. We do. We deserve more stadiums
0: like this. Hey, so, get the
3: infrastructure, man. Mhm.
0: Feel nice. Hey, <laughs> hey Phil. Uncle. Uncle Phil, what's going <laughs> on? Let's do one more. Let's do one more uh, thing. Thing. Hey. So I did there. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Miss Chris. Dude, the podcasting <laughs> game. <laughs> podcasting going up. Going <laughs> up. A thing Mo man. one fifty-five oh four oh two. American woo. record this is the last person we got to talk about because the thing absolutely destroyed that i thought she was gonna run 154 she honestly <laughs> she was running into the off season that was her motivation when we talked to her but uh she did amazing just like what is your guys reaction from a thingmo's performance because that was I don't know. I don't know what would be the top. I don't. The ten five was crazy too, but that was low key. And then Jacob Ingerviston did 347. run three three forty seven. I don't know what was the top before, but I don't know. Yards. Let's let's talk about this eight hundred because I know we can all relate to that. But like, what was uh, your thoughts on the thing most eight hundred? Man,
4: man, man. First of all, I don't know how she's still doing it. When I talked to her, she said her legs didn't give up on her. She started her season in January, y'all. Like, yeah. how are you still pring? in the end of August August like that's unheard of you know she's a phenomenal she's a such a genuine woman like yeah she's she, uh, I just love everything about her she's just amazing but that race was yeah she's she's a goat at she 19. she put that so. field in
3: the dirt <laughs> like no, she really did. when I saw her at Get 400 and she gapped everybody I was like, oh, this this is going to be fast. American record fast. And so with the thing, you know, the thing that I'm most impressed of is that she did this. I see what you did there. <laughs> was that she did this throughout the college season, too, mm, where same. colleges, their programs aren't really set up for you to go pro straight out of college because there are so many races that you have. Mm-hmm. And so, and for her to run 400s during the year, 800s, and then come out Olympic champ and then set American record, like, that's like, the greatest rookie season of all time like yeah. who, who else has done that as a as a rookie in the game of pro track and field like I, I can't think of anybody so. like nobody I'm
0: honestly I really do feel like she had one of the greatest NCAA seasons like ever like out of any sport that breaks six, break six national records that's insane but then they come out I didn't expect her to break the American record <laughs> not this year like especially if we're gonna do that but yeah the thing Mo is definitely a different level and to be able to like to just see her compete is it's crazy bro I just don't I just hope that I think the big concentration for her is just going to be like for her training is just how are they going to respond next year because she's not going to have like all those races and stuff mm-hmm. and sometimes I can mm-hmm. mess people up a little bit and just add the difference of being a pro so mm-hmm. hopefully they're able to get that down because it would be dope to see her uh win worlds next year and maybe even break the American record again
2: I mean, I think she can break the world record, bro. From what I saw today, I was standing up in my screen yelling, in my seat yelling. But what I'm most impressed about from a thing, a thing is just her mental. Like she's 19 years old and she really has found herself. She's very secure mm-hmm. in who she is. And like before the race, one thing I was talking to Joshua about I was like, man, like did she just have to run this race? Cause like they, Nike gave her that check and they're like, well, you gotta you gotta run pre though. You know, so <laughs> I was like, dang, like. Does she really want to you know be out here and is she really gonna put her all in all into it? And she came out and broke the American record after <laughs> that long season. So I'm like dude this girl she knows She knows herself very well Uh She knows what she wants to do and I think like let's just let's just talk real quick about you know the stars the blacks the black women stars we have right now on the yes. u.s bruh embrace kerry richardson gabby thomas mm-hmm. raven saunders raven saunders to a thing like bro it's it's a complete takeover and they all have such amazing personalities mm-hmm. yeah. they're all so marketable yeah like it's it's, ama- it's amazing to see that's ut
4: yeah hey man we trying to do this thing you feel me <laughs> y'all turn it out we trying to do this thing black women won the world man hey, hey, we're trying girl, to get everybody to see
0: black girl, magic. <laughs> yes. black girl magic hey not Hayward magic black girl magic. Hey, <laughs> Real man hey, they should get a race going like that that would be tight yeah but man I really do appreciate y'all joining with us I appreciate uh Chris over there on the on that over there as Shame well room Chris. Shave room Chris. Shave
3: room Chris yes clouded Chris <laughs> One Chris million is have 3 million by the night. You see, he's gone viral. <laughs> we, we've been here. Like My that. only goal this weekend was to get on the shade
2: room, but Chris got it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're happy that
3: somebody hey, got it. Next Chris year. got yes. it. Yes.
4: If anybody hey, else if anybody deserves it, it's Chris. He opened, yes. 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 he opened the door. We're following behind yes. him. Yes. If anybody deserves to be on the shade soon.
0: room, it's Chris. We know how to get on the shade room. now, fearless Because of Chris. But I appreciate y'all coming on. Appreciate Max Boost. Appreciate Keith and Lori. Liz, Liz, everybody, the whole group. Sharon. Right. Ch- Sharona. Sharona. Sharona, Sharona, yes. Sharona. All <laughs> them Ubers. That's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. I was and Aaron corrected me. I was about to say Sharona.
3: Sharona say coming through during it. Corona. Come oh, on,
0: man. Co- coming through with the Chipotle. I haven't ate it yet, but I, maybe I will eat it, but we still okay. Let me just <laughs> let's end the podcast. Thank you guys I, so much. I appreciate y'all for having for me. Yes, yeah, thank we, you. Thank we'll you. definitely do something more. Got to.
4: We're gonna link up. Running report, real talk, R R R. I mean we gotta do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey y'all take care. I'm gonna drop the mic.
0: Hey. Hey, we'll see y'all next week on Two Black Tuesday. Let's get it. Peace.
4: Can we take a picture?